Hey there, let's be real family. It's been a while. I have definitely been not consistent, <laughs> as you may have noticed. I have been in school and taking classes and have been very busy and I have all these great intentions like, oh, I'm learning so much. I need to get on the podcast and share what I'm learning and then I don't. <laughs> and here we are and we go months without anything. But I hope you were able to tune in last week to an interview that I had with my friend Laura Sandretti. We were able to talk about her ministry and her upcoming books and then also discuss the Unshakable Conference that is coming up here in Waukesha at Fox River Christian Church, November 4th. It is a conference for teen girls and for any of the women in their lives that love them, moms, grandma, aunts, guardians. It is an event all about our identity in Christ. It's going to be a great day. So check out foxriver.com and register and join us for that. So I wanted to talk to you today about something that I had to look up. I've been hearing it a lot lately in songs, in quotes, it's come up in discussion, and it's this phrase, God's promises are yes and amen. And I'll be honest, as I've sang the song multiple times in church, I was kind of like, huh, I wonder what that means. Because I know what it feels like it means when singing the song, but is that what it actually means? Where does this come from? Like, I don't even know. So while I've wondered for a long time, when I finally come up in conversation with somebody, I was like, all right, I need to look that up. Like, where does that even come from? So, well, it comes from 1 Corinthians. So Paul is writing to the Corinthian church, and he is explaining to them, this is right in the beginning in chapter 1, that he had a plan. He had a plan to come to them, to physically be with them on a visit. And yet, something has prohibited him from coming, and he's having to defend himself. He's clearly aware that people would be upset, that maybe they're accusing him of lying because he's saying, hey, my yes is yes and my no is no, but in this situation, this is God telling me not to come. So he's defending his decision here because people were unhappy. I mean, it's a great reminder that we have our plans laid out ahead of us and we are going through life trying to do all the things and hoping God just blesses them as we go. And sometimes they just don't work out. And in this case, people weren't going to be happy. So he's defending himself, but he's reminding them that ultimately God is the one that is in control and that he is the one that is faithful. So I want to read to you 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 15 through the end of the chapter. He says... Because I was sure of this being, he's talking about the gospel and the grace of God prior to that. says, I wanted to come to you first so that you might have a second experience of grace. I wanted to visit you on my way to Macedonia and to come back to you from Macedonia and have you send me on my way to Judea. Was I vacillating when I wanted to do this? Do I make plans according to the flesh ready to say yes, yes, and no, no at the same time? As surely as God is faithful... Our word to you has not been yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, whom we proclaimed among you, Silvanus and Timothy and I, was not yes and no, but in him it is always yes. For all of the promises of God find their yes in him. That is why it is through him that we utter our amen to God for his glory. And it is God who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us and who has also put his seal on us and given us his spirit and our hearts as a guarantee. But I call God to witness against me. It was to spare you that I refrained from coming again to you in Corinth. So Paul is saying, hey, God is my witness 
It is good that I did not come to you. There was a different, better plan. And he's talking about God's promises. He's like, hey, as a person, I'm not saying yes and no. I'm not lying. I'm not talking out of both sides of my mouth. Plans have changed. But remember that God's promises, and this is where the phrase comes from, his promises are yes. But what we're not hearing in the song or in the radio or in the poetry or what, however we're hearing this phrase in conversations, it's the part that comes right after. For all the promises of God, find their yes in him. So it's talking about Jesus Christ. He is the yes. Jesus is the guarantee, confirmation of God's promises. And then it says, and then we respond with an amen. So we're responding to this, the assurances of God's promises that we've seen throughout scripture. We have seen people all throughout the Old Testament experiencing the fulfilled promises of God. We see it in Adam. We see it in David and Solomon and Esther over and over and over. We see in scripture, God's promises fulfilled. You may have even seen them in your life as well. We see his faithfulness and we respond to that faithfulness in this, in this amen. And it represents our affirmation and our trusting God's faithfulness. We're saying we agree. The word amen is also translated throughout the New Testament as surely or so let it be, verily, Truly, it's kind of this affirmation, this agreement to what is being said. The meaning behind it is something that's firm, that's faithful. It's something that is confirmed. It's it's truth. God's promises are true. So when we read this verse and it says that Jesus Christ is the yes of God's promises, and we affirm those in our amen, essentially this verse is declaring boldly, that God's promises are amen in Jesus. So God's promises are true, they are faithful, and they are confirmed in Jesus. So I just want to encourage us to really meditate and think on that because when we hear, and all God's promises are yes and amen, what I think often comes to mind, it comes to mind in my head, it has come up in conversation, is there can be a very easy, quick bleed and maybe confusion or misconception real quickly that instead of God's promises are yes and amen, that it's felt as or heard as prayers. Like as we pray, we're expecting and calling for a yes and amen from God that he's going to answer our prayers, confirm them as true, like this whole amen thing. But this yes and amen isn't describing our prayers of God. It is declaring the promises of God and the faithfulness of them and that they are true, they are amen, because of the work of Jesus Christ. Because he came, the promises have been fulfilled. So it's a real catchy phrase that has made me pause and go, hmm, are we understanding it correctly? Are we understanding it fully? To be quite honest, I had to go look like, is that even from scripture? Because I I didn't even know. I'm like, I don't remember that passage anywhere. And sure enough, here it is, 1 Corinthians chapter 1. I encourage you to read it, to look at it, to think about it, and just to maybe evaluate, because right, this is let's be real. We're evaluating ourselves and our own faith and how we process, how we understand, how we approach God, how we know him, what we think. How have you heard this phrase and what have you thought about it? Ask yourself, maybe you haven't thought anything. 
Maybe you have fully, completely understood it correctly. Like, no, I know that the fulfillment of God's promises come in Jesus. That's the yes. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know that. I had to look it up. So I thought it would be worthy to share and offer an explanation so that when I sing this song next, my mind goes to the right place, the theology behind the words the truth of God's scripture that he had breathed through Paul to us, that I'm putting the right understanding to it when I hear that next time, when it's discussed next time, that I can contribute or that at least my heart is just in the right place understanding that. Oh, it's not about my prayers. I'm not always going to get all of my, my yeses after I say amen because I'm praying that this is truly about God's faithfulness. The yes is Jesus Christ. And like verse 20 says, the amen is from us to God for his glory. That was a really helpful passage for me to look up, to think about, to read about, to meditate on. I hope it was helpful for you as well. Hey, if you're a listener here at Let's Be Real, even though I haven't been consistent, would you mind sharing a review on any of the podcast platforms that you listen to? It helps the podcast get seen and gets noticed. So if you would be willing to do that for me, I really appreciate it. I do hope to be a bit more consistent as I head into the rest of this fall semester. But I suppose only God knows those plans. I'm not going to make my my yes a yes quite yet. <laughs> and no promises. I have learned to never say never and never say always, if that makes any sense. Hey, a little bit more information. Keep your eyes out for, I have an Advent event coming up early December. Date to be determined. I think I know, but I'm not going to tell you quite yet. A Sunday night, Christy McClelland is doing a digital Advent night of worship and teaching, and I'm a huge fan of hers. If you haven't done her study, Gospel on the Ground yet, the Book of Acts, or Jesus and Women, which I've done three times, and it is incredible. I'm a huge fan of hers, big. She is a biblical culturalist and gives so much of the background that we miss out on as Westerners and how we get information and how we process it and just what we have missed out in reading scripture, not knowing always the historical background and context. So she's going to approach Advent and the Advent story and Christmas from a historical context for us this year. And I'm super excited to share that with you. So keep your ears and eyes open. More to come very soon. And next year, the date has been set for the Let the Women Retreat weekend. In 2024, we'll be returning back to the same place, the Conference Point Center in beautiful Williams Bay, Wisconsin, on September 20th through the 22nd. Registration opens in June. There's going to be some changes and some new things. So keep your eyes open, but save the date. Mark it on your calendar and we will be back with more information as we go. I hope everyone has a wonderful day and I will see you very soon.